welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast, where we have two strong docs, Dr. Nick and Dr. Marissa, who accomplished like 17 pull-ups this morning, strict body weight strength. Well done. Uh, Today, we're talking about five ways to tackle plantar fasciitis. What is it, guys? Help me out. Dr. Marissa, what is it? Ooh, plantar fasciitis. Um, also called a plantar fasciopathy now. We talked about this a little what? bit last week. This is week. new to me. Yeah, we talked about the itis. Okay. If you guys were listening to the last <laughs> podcast, you got the, the itis. <laughs> and the itis usually implies some sort of inflammation. However, in plantar fasciitis, it's actually not really an inflammatory process. Oh, uh, you, you just told me that Santa Claus doesn't exist. Oh, exactly. <laughs> okay, tell me. Yeah, and so there's there's a lot of evidence now pointing to plantar fasciitis not having inflammation in the base of the heel, but more of um, kind of like some tendon issues or some tissue issues or chronic degeneration um, that isn't swollen and isn't red. And Wow. Yeah. So it's just like trauma or like scar tissue or what is this, junk? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> right? I mean, that's an easy way to describe it. It's just yeah. junk in there. Just like over time, it, it because we're all, I mean, we're always wearing shoes, we're not always strengthening our feet. Sure. Those tendons and those muscles just kind of get a little bit weak and, and really just junky. And then we, we try to do a ton of walking or we try to do a ton of jumping and our tissues just aren't ready for it. And then you just get some irritation and that, it's just a big mess. That doesn't sound fun. I've had this person yeah. myself and it does not feel good. So um, let's give the listeners what they want. What are the five things? But you know what? We're not going to say all five. We're going to one by five. one. One at a time. By one. One at a time. Dr. Nick, start with the first one. How do you conquer battle ba- plantar fascio- fascio- Ooh, fasciosis? Fasciopathy. We'll just stick with fasciitis. Fasciitis. How do you get rid of the itis? Pain on the bottom of the foot. Okay. Yeah. What is it? How do you get uh, rid of it? Number one is stretching. Not only stretching your calf, but stretching the muscle underneath your calf, also your soleus, mm. and then your great toe as well. The big toe. Big toe. Yeah. Stretch the big toe. That is a hidden gem that people do not know about. Yep. It is, I'd say, 10% of people who have plantar fasciitis will actually know that stretching their big toe is so important. Yeah. It follows the same pathway as your calf, right? Just yeah. goes and attaches to the inside of the shin bone. So I think that that's a, that's a big thing that uh, people don't know. So stretching it, is that uh, just kind of daily, once a week, uh, once a year? Like how do you? <laughs> yeah, I would do it a couple times a day. A couple times a day. Yeah. Just Maybe being three consistent. Three times a day. Yeah. Consistent with stretching three times yeah. a day. Yeah. For the big toe. Yeah. Big toe. Big toe. Calf. Calf. Soleus. Soleus. Yeah. So how? How do we do, how do, we do them? Just stretching? Yeah. What do you mean? What's a soleus? How do you stretch a soleus, Chris? I don't even know. That's why I'm here. Nobody's I'm learning from you know. guys. Yeah. It's a soleus. Okay, so, a soleus. so is that like a runner stretch? Yeah, kind of. So it's just basically a calf stretch, but your knee is bent. Mm, that's uh, an important part. Yeah, okay. so you, you, you bend the knee. Okay, so you bend the knee while you do a normal calf stretch. Mm-hmm. And you'll feel that a little deeper, like inside. I, I feel yeah. like it's a deeper, different stretch than mm-hmm. just a straight calf. Yep. Okay, so that's number one. That's how you stretch. This, oh, you have to stretch your soleus, calf, and big toe. Mm-hmm. Dr. Marissa, number two. Number two. Strengthen. What? What? Why? Why do I have to strengthen? Right? So the 
the degeneration that we were talking about um, of the plantar fascia and kind of the tendons that insert on the base of the heel, we treat tendons by strengthening them. Um, and that allows them to reorganize the, the mess of tissue that's in there, and it, mm -hmm. it creates a little bit of a more resilient and stronger structure. Okay, so even though you do have pain, it's okay to strengthen. I think it's that's a common question. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually we try to strengthen up the bottoms of the feet. Uh -huh. We try to work in some calf raises with a uh, towel under the toes so that okay. you're almost stretching your big toe at the yeah. same time that you're strengthening. You've shown me this before. I was mind blown. Yeah, strengthening the bottom of the foot. Okay. So basically, if you were doing calf raises where you kind of like put your hands against the wall or something, then you mm -hmm. go onto your toes with both calves. But uh, Dr. Marissa was saying you basically put like a rolled up towel underneath your toes, yep. horizontally or perpendicular. And uh, what you get is a big stretch across your big toe while you do the calf while raise, which is beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, are there other components that you have to strengthen or is that kind of the main? It's generally the, the, the foot muscles. Mm -hmm. So using, using the big toe, mm -hmm. uh, you can work on some towel scrunches, mm -hmm. um, working on your foot, your ability to move your toes, whether that's up, whether that's down, mm -hmm. um, and the calves and soleus as well. So you can do calf raises mm -hmm. with bent knees to get your soleus. Look at that. Wow. Mind blown right there too. Okay. So basically you can strengthen the same way you're doing calf, just bend your knee. That's another variation. Yep. Under, I think that's underappreciated because these are these are truly gems, guys. So if you YouTube any of this, you're always going to hear calf, 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 calf. The if you can work on your soleus and your big toe, that is huge. You're you're missing out on things that can definitely make a big impact. If you're like it's eighty percent gone, I mean these can be the difference between ten to twenty percent um, by addressing these small things. So I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, and go ahead. You just want to make sure that we talked about having pain mm -hmm. during the exercise being okay, mm -hmm. but let's keep that around like a three to a four out of 10. So pain's okay yeah. as long as that comes back down within 24 hours after that. I think that's big too, because mm -hmm. we always think like if you're if you're in pain, stop it. Stop. It is okay to have the okay. same pain, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. If you're at a three out of 10 of pain and you do exercises and it's still a three, you haven't gone up, maybe yeah. you go up a point or two, Yeah. but it's mm -hmm. okay. That I think that's, that's also important for people to understand. I hear this all the time. Are like, is it? Do you have to change? Uh, do you have to change the way that you you strengthen your feet? Like, can you just do calf raises? Can you um, do? I have to do the foot uh, foot strengthening at all? Is that a is that a big thing? I would say for plantar fasciitis, yeah, that's a good that's a good one, so that you can target the bottom of. Your I don't think a lot of people know that. Yeah. Because they always think you got to strengthen your calves. Right. But not the in little little muscles at the foot. There's four layers of them. There's a lot of muscles in your in your. It's feet. like a pizza. It's like a lasagna. <laughs> it's like a lasagna. <laughs> Get to that deep layer. <laughs> All right, Dr. Nick, what's number three? Number three is try some footwear changes. Ooh, like, like, am I gonna go buy what is it? What's the new the Hoka's? Do have to buy Hoka's? Oh. We're not branding. Sorry, this is not, we're not advertising any shoes, but these are like a big trend right now. Uh, does it matter? I mean, just just looking at better shoes. No, I think what it, it it just depends upon you know if you're putting in the same your feet in the same shoe where every day you're using the same muscles. Uh, sometimes if you're in high heels or you're in yep. flat feet yep. or you're in flat shoes, just changing it up a little bit. Yeah. And it's good. I think also I I see a lot of times is sandals. Sandals as like no support, right? Mm -hmm. People who have plantar fasciitis and you're in sandals, not good. Yeah. Unless they have some support or whatever it may be. But uh, I, I think that also contributes if you've got really, really flat feet and you have plantar fasciitis and you're in sandals, you're just uh, digging a deeper hole. Mm -hmm. um, okay. 
Dr. Marissa, number, number four. four. Number four. Um, some people have had success with night splinting. Mm. Um, so there are these boots that will prop your toes upward mm. uh, while you're sleeping, and that helps decrease the amount of sensitivity that they have to that kind of stretch during the day. Uh, um, so night splinting has worked for a lot of people. I've heard that heck, that can be uncomfortable. It is a little bit uncomfortable I've heard for this. sure. <laughs> All right, this is not like, this is not, if you just started feeling plantar fasciitis or pain, I wouldn't go straight to this. That this is, is not, not the first line. This is not the first line of defense uh, yeah. ever. Yeah, most, if you realize it, just because of if you're underneath, uh, you know, when you're sleeping and you have blankets on top of you, most of the time your foot just lays down. Yeah. Downwards, right? Mm -hmm. but the, pointed toes. Toe yeah. Pointed towards down. Mm -hmm. But when you have the night splint, it's opposite. Toes are up. Mm -hmm. It is not something that you normally do. And it is, yeah. it's hard to sleep with that, I've heard. I've never had to do it, but I've heard that it works miracles for a lot of people that, because it's basically forcing you to stretch. And they just get used to that mm -hmm. stretch. Yeah, so when they get out of bed and then they go and they mm. stretch, stretch their toes in the morning mm. in that first few steps, mm. it's less comfortable. That's mm -hmm. a very characteristic sign of this plantar fasciitis, right? First step in the morning is like the worst. You yeah. dread it. You almost have your shoes right by your bed. Right? <laughs> All right, number five, Dr. Nick, what do you got? Oh, some tissue, some soft tissue work. What does that mean? So like we said, a lot of the... Um, problems aren't exactly from the plantar fascia mm. it's more from calf or soleus tightness or some of the tissue that's underneath mm -hmm. the plantar fascia extensor hallucis brevis mother muscles under there some smaller ones so getting in there and actually uh loosening up those tissues mm -hmm. yeah and, and so that can be like a foam roller or any other version yeah of that. like a lacrosse ball mm -hmm. you can step on too yeah yeah marbles absolutely. marbles what about Legos? My kid leaves out oh. Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Is that soft tissue mobilization? That's like next level. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm doing a lot of mobilizing right now because my son just leaves Legos all over the place. We are not advocating for that. I'll <laughs> be very clear on this. <laughs> all right, so those are your five tips. I mean, there's other things that we didn't talk about. I mean, you know, ways to, to decrease pain and those type of I mean, we're looking long term. These Five tips are, are ways that we can address kind of the root of the you know problem and, and really you know drop down your symptoms. We, we didn't talk about ice, we didn't talk about heat, all those other things. And, and while they can help, they're great, but they're they're just minimizing your symptoms. And if you really want to get rid of and conquer and battle plantar fasciitis, you know these are great tips long term. You know when you come into sports performance and and you get treatment, we're going to go through a lot of these and and what fits for you and and that's the individualized portion of it. But as a whole, these are great five tips and and uh, you know if you Google any of plantar fasciitis or whatever it may be, you're going to find that there's a whole list of things that you can throw at this like a kitchen sink and and Everything. ice. Yeah, but if you're going to do five things. These are easy five things that we would highly recommend because of their effectiveness. These are good yep. ones. Yeah, these Can't are great. Go wrong getting strong. Whoa. <laughs> Guys, that will be, you just heard it. We might have to delete that because that is gold right there. That is Dr. Marissa. All right, well, on, on behalf of Sports Performance and the whole team, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. See ya.